Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We all know what the Bulls did this offseason. They had LaMelo Ball, one of the better perimeter defenders in the league, uh, guy that could run the offense, guy that has improved as a shooter. You know what they have in Zach Levine. I think he's only going to continue to get better. You saw that this summer with him playing for Team USA. Vooch may not defend a whole lot, but he's a walking 20 and 10. He could get you 20 and 10. Kobe White, like some of these pieces off the bench, Patrick Williams, like Kobe White, that's a dude where they didn't really know what they got when they drafted him out of Carolina, but he was sitting there and you had to take him. He could shoot the lights out. But the problem is he's a streaky shooter. One night he'll go six of seven. The next night he'll go one of eight, and he's not a point guard. So... Can he guard twos? Definitely can't guard threes. What do you do with them? But still, like, with all these pieces, I still feel like the Bulls could put it together and maybe mess around and win 48 to 49 games, and that will be enough for me. It really will. Like, just for the Bulls to be relevant for the first time since, you know, Derrick Rose and Joakim Noah and Muel Dang and that little mini run that they had before the Derrick Rose knee injuries took over. Like, I just want relevant basketball. Same way that Q feels, I feel about the Wizards. I just want to watch my team in the playoffs again, even if it's a first-round playoff exit. I'm almost fine with that. It's been some bad basketball going down in Chicago with Gar Foreman and John Paxson running that organization pretty much into the ground. They have a bunch of young pieces. Can't wait to see what they do with them. But you got DeMar DeRozan, the king of the mid-range jumper. A lot of people think they overpaid for DeMar DeRozan, including myself, but I don't care. It ain't my money. So it's it, who, who cares? You got Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, who's a 20-point-per-game guy. You got Nikola Vucevic. Uh, you got Io, who I can't wait to watch, out of Illinois. And then Patrick Williams. I want to see what they're able to do with Patrick Williams. What is Patrick Williams at the NBA level? Is he just a complimentary bench piece, or is he an NBA starter? I think that this year you'll get to figure that out a little bit more. You have Kobe White. Is he going to be on the roster all year? Are they going to try to move him? Uh, you got Stanley Johnson, and then you got a bunch of dudes where how are they going to fit into the rotation? Are they going to fit into the rotation? Like Tony Bradley and uh, Derek Jones Jr., who I keep having to remind myself is there. Troy Brown, Stanley Johnson, Matt Thomas, Tyler Cook. I just feel like with all those pieces, the Bulls will at least be an exciting team to watch this year. They're going to score a bunch of points. They're probably going to give up a bunch of points, although you do add Lonzo Ball as your perimeter defender. But I'll be excited to watch them, and I feel like out of principle, I'm probably going to have to play their season win total over. And as we sit here on Wednesday, October 13th, a um, couple different ways you could play the Bulls this season. Playoff seating, seven and a half. A lot of people saying maybe this is a play-in team. Maybe they're the eighth seed. Maybe they're the seventh team, uh, seventh seed in the East. I'm going to bank on them being better than the seventh seed. So I'm going to go under seven and a half because it's plus money, plus 100. I think the Bulls are at least a seventh seed, and you got the hook right there. So if they finish just with the seventh seed, you're getting plus money there, plus 100. I'll take it. Uh, The Bulls' win total this year, they like them to slightly be better than a 500 team only, even after all those offseason additions. Man, maybe they did overspend. 42.5 is the win total. It's minus 115 to the over, and it's minus 105 to the under. Uh, For the Bulls to make the playoffs. This means to get out of the play-in tourney. They are minus 165. Something just doesn't add up with all these numbers. Minus 165 to make the playoffs, to miss the playoffs. 
you're getting plus money, plus 135 as the sky tight things up. 74 all, 225 to play. Game two of the finals here in the WNBA. Chicago just attempted not to lose by five. Or maybe even winning the game and taking a 2-0 series lead, which would probably be beneficial for them, obviously, as they head back to Chicago for game three and game four. And huge news actually came out of Chicago that those games have been sold out. So people getting into the Chicago sky, man, and, and, and rightfully so, and they better because the Cubs suck. The White Sox were an early postseason exit. I had to pay that $100 today. Thanks for nothing, Tony La Russa. Um, this version of the Blackhawks ain't too damn good. It's 3 nothing. The season began five minutes ago. So there you go. The Chicago sky, uh, Northwestern football, and then my Bulls. This has to be a 45-win team. Maybe I'm just talking myself into this. But for the Bulls to make the playoffs, minus 165, I like that. And I do like their season win total over. And the Chicago Blackhawks finally get on the board. By finally, I mean it is only the first period. The over was the play in this game. 3-1 already. But the Blackhawks do score. It's a 3-1 Colorado lead. Uh, Over in Phoenix, it's 74 all. A minute 55 only to play in this game. So this is going to be a sweat down to the wire in the WNBA. And there is a uh, stoppage in play. Looks like there's going to be an official review. Maybe the ball went into bounce here. Not quite sure, but we'll uh, have you updated. And this game may, may, may just finish before we get out of here tonight, which would be very nice. Going back to the Bulls really quick. So they went 3-0 in the preseason. Not that that matters. But I felt like I was watching these preseason games with, like, everybody on social media, and everybody was starting to buy into the hype a little bit with the Bulls. Nice blowout victory over, who was it? Cleveland, and granted it's Cleveland, and granted it's the preseason, but it was fun. Lonzo Ball's out there throwing alley-oops, Ding up. You got uh, Zach Levine, who's one of the more exciting players in all of basketball. I mean, if he's not, I mean, he's not a top five, top ten player, but he's exciting as hell. They went 3-0 in the preseason. They got their final exhibition game coming up on Friday night. We'll be here for it. They're going against another team I'm really high on, the Memphis Grizzlies. But if you look at the first... Or uh, if you look at the three preseason games that they played, they're first in the NBA in scoring margin. And I just got done ragging on them about the defensive side of the ball. They're first in defensive rating. So if they're able to do that through 82 games, maybe they win that seventh championship. I've been only waiting since 1998 for. But uh, number one in the NBA in scoring margin, number one in defensive rating. Again, uh, the preseason doesn't really matter. But Zach Levine's look good, 20 points in 28 minutes. All their starters, all the regulars, like all seven, eight dudes that are going to get minutes for this team are all averaging double-figure scoring. They're top five in the league in scoring, assists, steals, and blocks. Again, it's the preseason, but even in the preseason right now, they're scoring points, they're beating up on teams, and they're playing defense. There it is. I talked myself into it. I'll play the ticket right now at BetMGM. Give me the bowls. I'm not going to lay the juice to make the playoffs. I'll go uh, season win total over on the Chicago Bulls. And again, that number, 42 and a half, juice minus 115. Give it to me. This is a 46-win team. Go Bulls. Only the Bulls.